Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the Senior Minister of Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to give a shout out to our music team for leading us in that opening congregational song. Thank you all. It was amazing. Thank you to Nicholas, who's on the piano. He's our music director. And in front of him, we have Laurel, Carl Schluter. Welcome back, Carl. Marie, Michael. Carl Clace is in the back on the guitar and Lauren on the drums. Thank you, Lauren, for providing the lyrics so that we could sing along with you. It, it was a, um, an awesome experience. Huh, thanks again. So now I'm going to share our announcements and then we will continue with our service. Everyone is welcome to join us for our Sunday fellowship gathering today after service at 11 a.m. 
And then our Youth Sunday service is also today at 1 p.m. This service is for children ages 5 through 11. So if you know any children in that age group who would like to participate, feel free to have them join our youth service today. For more information regarding the Youth Sunday service, feel free to email Sharon Clays at youth at unityfh.com. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. Everyone's invited to check in, to connect with us, to be inspired, and to laugh. And then our next Critical Conversations meeting is tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. I want to thank all of you who have been participating from day one. And I I really believe that this is how God is guiding me to have our, our spiritual community participate in healing and transmuting the racial consciousness of our country. So I thank you again. I do not take this lightly. I'm very grateful for the ways that you are participating in this endeavor with me. Everyone is welcome. Feel free to invite others to join the conversation. Our weekly Bible study is on Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. You're all invited. And then our weekly meditation service is Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Our next women's group meeting will be the first Sunday in June, which is June 6 at 2 p.m. And we are going to be having an artist talk featuring two amazing mosaic artists, Laurel Rausch, who is part of our music team, and Susan Rosano, who is Pat Moscow's sister. I'm looking forward to this this meeting and seeing the beautiful mosaic pieces that they show us during this discussion and also hearing them share how they are inspired to create such beautiful works of art. Women, you are all invited to join us. Bring your questions if you have any so that we can all participate in this discussion together. Our last cleanup day is going to be on June 12th, which is a Saturday from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. We will be cleaning up the garden to just get it nice and neat so that we can replant new flowers. And if you have any garden tools that you can bring with you, I invite you to do so. Any ones, rakes, shovels, wheelbarrows, and anything else that you think we, we would need to clean up the garden. Masks are required, so let's show up, mask up, and have fun cleaning up. (laughs) Our next men's group meeting will be on the third Saturday of the month of June, which is June 19th, and that'll be at 10 10 a.m. It will be in the church backyard, just like the last one was, and masks will be required for that as well. As part of our return to in-person services and events at our church as we're slowly phasing in. We require that everyone read and sign our protocol, our COVID-19 protocol agreement. And so for those of you who haven't already filled out the forms, Matthew has made it easy for everybody. You can go to our website, click on the COVID protocol link on the menu bar. When it opens up, read through it, fill it out, submit it, and you're done. If you're not able to fill it out online, there will be some forms at the church that you can fill out before you participate in any of the events that we have at our church. 
Our next family trivia night is on June 19th as well. That Saturday, it'll be at 7 p.m. Everyone is welcome to join us. Invite your friends and family. The more, the merrier. In the last trivia game night, the Avengers won, which was me and my husband. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to the next one. There will be no women's group, men's group, or trivia night during the months of July and August. We will resume those activities in September after Labor Day. For the links to all of our activities, classes, group meetings, and events, or to sign up for our email blast, you may visit our website at unityfh.com. And if you don't see what you're looking for on the homepage, go to the calendar of events. For those of you who are interested in joining Unity of Farmington Hills as a member, you may go to the on the website, click on About Us. Down at the bottom, there's the membership form. You can fill out that membership form and you have become a mem- you will become a member. To schedule an appointment to talk with me or for prayer, you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't answer, please leave a message. I will return your call. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over your request, they will be sent to Silent Unity to be held in vigil for 30 days. I want to thank our prayer chaplains, Eileen Lindbergh and Roxanne Berry, for your sacred service to our spiritual community. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. This concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley to Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening meditation. The daily word for today, Sunday, May 23rd, 2021, is faith. My faith keeps me focused on God. Let's affirm that together. My faith keeps me focused on God. And the message reads, I may not be able to control what happens around me, 
but I am always free to choose what happens within me. My perception determines my experience. I begin with faith. I choose to see the vibrant wholeness that is present even during illness. I open my heart and mind to the harmony that I know is possible within the midst of apparent discord. When my needs appear greater than my resources, I remind myself all supply springs forth from the inexhaustible well of divine substance. I am reassured by remembering all situations are temporary and God is greater than any circumstance. Through my faith, I align my thoughts with the divine and believe in this truth that sets me free. The scripture for today's daily word comes from Luke chapter 17, verse 6. And it reads, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can you could say to this mulberry mulberry bush, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it would obey you. Let us prepare for meditation, please. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Now center your attention in your heart and take two more deep breaths. And just become aware of the peace within you and set your intention to focus in the still small voice within. Your soul knows what to do. So just be silent just for a little bit, tuning into the peace and the love within. And as we sit in this quiet space, let us allow God to open up our minds and our hearts even more deeply to hear God's message. And now take one more deep, deep breath and gently open your eyes. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And I tweaked it a little bit so that we can include the youth ministry as we affirm, as we affirm our growth affirmation together. So let's affirm it together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled, What If I Gave Everything? And it will be led by Lauren, and I will be back 
with our message for today. Giants down, be a man you could write about. Deep in my chest is the heart of a warrior. So, why am I still standing here? Why am I still holding back from you? I hear you call me out into deeper waters, but I settle on the shallow. Wow, that's that's all I can say is, wow, thank you, Lorne, for that beautiful, for leading that song. Thank you all for the beautiful performance. I love the message in that song. What if I gave everything? That's powerful to think about, honestly. Thank you for the video you put with it, Lorne. It was a powerful song, powerful message, powerful performance, powerful video to tie it all together. 
amazing. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Carl Schluter, Marie, Michael, Carl Clace, and Lauren for that awesome, awesome performance. Whew, I am so moved. <laughs> so there was this couple, this husband and wife that were traveling. And as they're traveling down the highway, they see this sign that says, Nacogdoches, 40 miles ahead. And so the husband's reading the sign and the wife says, that's not, that's not how you say it. And he says, yes, it is. And all of a sudden they break out in this heated argument on how to pronounce Nacogdoches. So he says, I'm, we're going to solve this once and for all. That as soon as we get a chance, we're going as soon as we get the, to that exit, we're going to come off at that exit and we're going to go to the nearest place and ask them how to, how to pronounce that word. So they do, they come off at that exit. They go into the first fast food restaurant. They see, they storm into the dining room area up to the counter. And the husband says, I need you to solve an argument. He says, I need you to let, tell me how to pronounce this place. And I want you to say it slowly and clearly. And so she's looking around like, okay. And so she leans forward and they're both watching. And she says, Burger King. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was kind of cute. So I figured I'd share it with you all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> didn't probably didn't even solve the the solution. I mean the argument, but <laughs> it was funny. So anyway, <laughs> as we continue this month of May, we're going to move more deeply into studying the spiritual faculty of power because in unity, May represents our spiritual dominion, our our spiritual faculty of power. Power represents our Dominion, our mastery, and our control. And it's not necessarily our dominion, our mastery, and our control over our outer world. It's the dominion and mastery and control that God gave us over our inner world. And so I like to call this power our authentic power because it taps into our authentic self, which is the Christ self within us. You cannot fully master this world the, the outside world, let alone the inside world, unless you are tapped into the Christ self, which is your higher self, the, the authentic expression of you. It is the essence of who you were before you were even conceived in your mother's womb. And so we talked about cultivating our authentic power so that we can learn to live a higher, a higher, a higher, expression of life, a higher quality of life. And we realize that the dominion is our authority over our consciousness, which is our responsibility and our accountability over our own mind, our own way of feeling, being, uh, our habits, our thoughts, our beliefs, our impulses, our desires. And the disciple that represents power is Philip because Philip represents our, our, um, power over our thoughts and our feelings and the location in the body that will be considered the power center is in the throat, the back of the tongue. That's why in, in the scripture, you read that there is death and life in the tongue. So when we are, I'm listening expressing our power 
There are two ways that it shows up inside of us because we are human expressions made in God's image and likeness. Because we are made in God's image and likeness, we have free will. We have free will to live according to the creative power of our own words or to live according to the creative power of the word. And the title of my talk today is the creative power of the word. The scripture that I want to use for scriptures that I want to use for today is one of my favorite from from the, my one of my favorite group of scriptures. And it comes from John chapter one, verses one through four. And a title of this is prologue Christ, the eternal word. I'm reading it from the New Living Translation. John chapter one, verses one through four. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought in light into everyone. God, I want to thank you for blessing this message, for blessing my mouth, for bringing forth in me the expression of the Christ. I let the human decrease and I turn over my Set my body temple to be your expression of your word. Thank you, God. Amen. <clears throat> so this is beautiful because it says in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Don't you know that in your beginning that the word was the word already existed inside of you because God created, God conceived you in the consciousness of God's mind, which is the word. In Genesis, where God is creating the first chapter in the first chapter of Genesis, when God says, let us create man in our image after our likeness. When God is saying, let us, you notice God saying, not saying, let me, let I, let me create. God is saying, let us, that is representing the spiritual expression of the threefold, the Trinity that God represents. God is the Trinity. There's a threefold spiritual expression in God, God, son, Holy spirit in a metaphysical terms. It is divine mind, divine idea, divine expression, or it is God, Christ, Holy spirit. Here it says in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. When you were conceived in God's mind, the word was conceived inside of you. The blueprint of your essence, which is love, is absolute law. And it act and it is operating according to the word of God. The word of God is that part in the Genesis that says God said. God said is the word of God, whatever it is, that is the divine law of God. The divine absolute of God is the word of God. And that is one with you. We're created in God's image and likeness, just like to, to, to have the character of God and to function like God. So that means that just like God is divine mind, divine idea, divine expression in its Trinity. We have the Trinity in us. It is the mind the thought, the expression. So in our mind, we align our mind with the divine ideas of God and our, the divine ideas of God turn into thoughts in our mind. The thoughts in our mind, which are words strung together, 
turn it, activate a spiritual expression through the Holy Spirit. What happens is as we tune into the divine idea of God, it is on a higher frequency. And as it's on a higher frequency, the Holy Spirit, as we tap into the subconscious realm, the subconscious realm is where we tune into and have our common ground with the superconscious mind. When we tap into that and hear the superconscious, which is the word of God in you, the Christ in you, the Holy Spirit starts to fine tune the vibration of the divine law, the divine word, so that you can understand it, so that you can grasp it and begin to speak the word of God. Speak according to the word of God. In John chapter 14, verse 10, let's go to chapter 14, verse 10. My marker, my little thing is gone. It says, do you believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? In unity, that represents our first unity principle, our second unity principle, that we are one with God. And that being one with God, we are good. I like to say we're absolute good, absolutely, just like God is absolute good, absolutely as well. But being one with God means that the, Jesus says, the words I speak are not my own, but my father who lives in me does his work through me. Just like in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In your beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And now the word is still in you. You and God are one. I am one with God and God is one with me, which means that the, what we have choice to let the words we speak be the words of God or to let the words we speak be the words of our own personality. We have choice. When we let the words we speak be the words of our personality, we're coming from the treasury of an evil heart. We're coming from the treasury of duality thinking. We're coming from the consciousness of human uh, the third dimensional realm of limitation and separation. Our words are restricted from the human realm of love law, human law. But when we remember through our authority that we have the responsibility and the accountability to line our mind up with the mind of God, the word of God, and to express within our mind the words of God, and which is the invisible word of expression and the and through our words, through our mouth, the verbally, the word of God, we activate the creative power of the word. You have choice. I say, let us live according to the creative power of the word where God says in Genesis chapter one, God said, then it says, and this is what happened. God said, and this is what happened. God said, so God created. God said, and this is what happened. The same thing happens with us. We say, Holy Spirit creates. We say, Holy Spirit creates. We have the power to use the creative power of the word, which is infinite expression of God. Or we have the power to use the power of our personality word, which has limitation on it and creates separation and other areas in our life that restrict us and limit us and cause issues because we're coming from using the power in it uh, in a false way. I once heard a minister say that when we're using the law incorrectly, we are, we are living in metaphysical malpractice 
That's some deep business. Metaphysical malpractice is when you're trans transgressing the law, when you're going against the law, when you're even your words go against the law, when your thoughts go against the law, your words go against the law, your beliefs go against the law of God, which is the word of God and your actions go against the word of God. We are created to live in a way where we are being fruitful and multiplying. You cannot be fruitful and multiplying unless you are living according to the word that was with you in the beginning. And then it says he created in the beginning with, he existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. Everything that you create in this world is according to your word. Either the, in, the silent words in your mind or the verbal words that you speak out into the world, they begin to create. Even frivolous words that you say, create. It is important to, to be slow to speak and quick to listen and tune yourself in through the fourth unity principle to what God is telling you to say. I promise you, God is always um, transmitting the word of God in your subconscious mind for you to tap into and live into, live into and speak into your life. It says nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. There is a light that is inside of you that is waiting to be ignited and expressed. And if it is already ignited and being expressed, it's waiting to kick it up to the next level. We are infinite beings, which means that our consciousness it always has, has the potential to move further along in expansion and maturity to where we allow the Christ in us to guide us forward. Jesus says in John 14, verse 10, the words I speak are not my own. Let your words be the word of God. Because your words will do what it says here. But my father, the, they're not my words, but my father who lives in me does his work through me. Let your words be the word of God that you activate the creative power of the word. Let God work God's work inside of you. Let God be that powerful expression in you. I, the, the couple days ago, I noticed this where I had to shift from the power, the creative power of my human word into the creative power of God's word. And I didn't realize it. Sometimes when you're praying for something, if it's not working, there's something in you that is praying according to human word instead of according to Christ's word, the eternal word, the creative power of the word. So I had this pain in my shoulder blade and down my arm again, like I had a couple years ago when I had that pinched nerve. And I was telling Howard, I got this pinched nerve and I'm feeling this pain again. And I started to worry about it, which means the imaginings in my mind, the words that were strung together in my mind were focused with the faith that I was going to be having pain for a long time again. And when I started to pray, I was praying from the human expression. I was praying from the human expression, please don't let me have this pain. Instead of speaking the truth that I, like, like Myrtle Fillmore did when she co-created healing in her body. She said, I am a child of God, therefore I do not inherit sickness. I shifted from saying the words of my personality that were limited and restrictive. And I could feel it because I was still worrying and inside of myself having this turmoil and, and worrying about going through a couple weeks or so with this pain. I shifted 
I called my husband and asked him because he works at night. I called my husband and asked him to pray for me. And then I stopped and quieted myself down until I linked with, you know, when you're connected with the word of God until I was connected with the word of God. And once I connected with the word of God, I started to feel peace inside of myself. I felt the light inside of myself. And as I spoke my words forward, I spoke peace to my body. And I said, peace, be still and know that I am God. You are at peace. You are flex. You are relaxed and you are feeling comfortable. And I spoke that to my arm. And actually, I as I was coming out of the prayer, I started focusing more on my talk and the pain went away. The pain dissipated. I used the creative power of the word. I spoke the truth. I used spiritual law and I spoke what God told me to say. As it said here, the words I speak are not my own, but my father who lives in me does his work. So as I was speaking the word of God that I was hearing from the consciousness of God inside of me, God was doing the work in my body. What is it that you need to step into more deeply in your life? Where do you need to shift from using the creative power of your human word into using the creative power of the word, the word of God, where every time you speak, it is God saying, let there be in you. Let us create in you that the spiritual vibration of the Christ in you is activated and God is working in you. You know, when God is working when you have a sense of peace, when you have a sense of tranquility, when there is no more worry, when you are guided forth and the words that come from your mouth come from your mouth in a spiritual, authentic power of authority. When you speak it forth with authority, that's why the people who were around Jesus, the Sadducees and Pharisees and rabbis were jealous because Jesus was so in tune with the spirit in him, the word in him. That he spoke with authority. And when you speak with authority, your word goes out and creates the exact thing you are speaking. When you speak with authority, with a human perspective, you go ahead and you create those things in the human world that are restricted and limited and you can only go so far. But when you speak according to what God is guiding you to say, you have unleashed the power within you and you have moved yourself into a powerful expression of the word of God that is beyond what you could ever imagine. I want to go to Isaiah chapter 55 verses eight through 11. Here Isaiah, it, it reads, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts says, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. When you align with the word of God, you tap into a realm that you could never imagine in your human, in your human mind. 
You go inside and tap into the spiritual and you awaken in you the realm of God, the spiritual realm of divine mind. And you tune into divine ideas. And what happens is the Holy Spirit starts to fine tune that focus of it and fine tune the vibration of it to where you understand it. And it it is expressed in you deeply where you understand what the word is expressing and communicating to you. And as it as it cultivates it and tunes it in so that you are right in there zoned in to what God is communicating with you. Then you know what words to speak forward. And the moment you speak those words forward, the Holy spirit takes it and expresses it in this world. It goes on to say that it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. You are the word of God sent out into the world. You are created to produce fruit. But you're created to produce fruit infinitely where you are fruitful and multiply. So it means you have to govern over your consciousness to tune yourself into the word of God so that you speak forth the word of God that is fruitful and multiplies in your mind and in your body and in your life. Goes on to say it will accomplish all I want it to do and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Everywhere you are guided to speak over your mind, over your body, over your circumstances, or even to tap into speaking something forth for someone else. You speak it with the authority, knowing that as it goes forth, it will accomplish what you have told it to do. The spirit of God will take care of it. It is not your job to accomplish it. It is God's job to accomplish it. When I changed my focus and started listening to the word of God to pray over my body, as I was speaking it through the authority of the word of God, God's word went forth into my body and purified and changed and transmuted and produced exactly what it is that God had me say. What do you need to speak over to your life right now? What do you want to draw into your life right now? Go inside and ask God because there's always something there to move you forward. There is always something there to open you up to a greater expression of your highest good and a higher quality of life. Even if you're living your best life right now, it can go bigger because God said that God's ways are far beyond all you could anything you can imagine. And we are here to be the expression of the creative power of the word, not the creative power of our words. Shift your words and begin to speak God's words. The best way I love what would Jesus do? What would Jesus say? Use that phrase in your life. What would Jesus say? That will tap you into the word of God because Jesus was a living, moving, breathing word of God here on earth, tapped into the high ways of God, tapped into the high thoughts of God, expressing the high words of God, knowing that as he expressed the high words of God in the authority of the God that he was created to be, and you and I are as well, that the word will go through and, and produce. It will be fruitful and multiply. And that is what you and I are here to do. So I love this phrase. In the beginning was the word. Uh, In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. The word is with God. The word is in you. Just like the second unity principle says, you are one with God, but you are one with the word of God. Let us begin to act like it. Let us begin to act like we know it. Let us change the trajectory of our life and move into using the creative power 
of the word. You can do this. I can do this. That's our challenge that every day during the day we stay tuned in to the consciousness of God. Stay quiet. And before you speak, listen to what you are meant to say. There is something that you're always meant to say from a higher vibration of the thought of God and the word of God and the way of God. There is something that you're all we are always meant to do that is a higher way instead of our way. Let us tune in and let us listen and let us be the powerful creation that we are meant to be in the image and likeness of God. Let us begin to use the creative power of the word. Release the creative power of your word and tap into using the creative power of the word. Thank you, God, for this divine message and the way you're guiding us forward into being living examples of the creative power of the word, the Christ, eternal word of God. Thank you, God. Amen. And so now let us move into our giving righteously segment of our service. And so I want you to bring to mind, let God tap you, tap into God, take a deep breath and tune into the donation that God is leading you to give to unity of Farmington Hills that will stretch you and expand you in consciousness that you open up the floodgates of God's blessings in your life. And let us affirm our, our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. For those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com. You can get an, click on the donate button. You can give through uh, pay, PayPal, through credit card, or through debit card. And as you are giving, if you'd like to donate also, after you make your first donation to Unity of Farmington Hills, you have the option to donate to our benevolent fund, which is called the Angel Fund. So you go in and you can make a second donation to the Angel Fund. Those of you who are interested in applying for any type of financial assistance, I wanted to let you know that you may do so by emailing me at seniorminister at unityfh.com and I will send you the application or call you and we can discuss this. If you are sending in your donation through a uh, check, you may send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whatever way you choose to give, let me tell you from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, and thank you, because I know we are moving into being a tithing church. We already tithe to the Great Lakes Unity region. We have we have. Uh, generated money to go to the crop hunger walk. We are becoming an outreach ministry that also tithes. We tithe individually and we are tithing as a church. We are giving into our the spiritual community and we are out doing an outreach to those outside in the community as well. We are becoming a beacon of God's light of giving righteously. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this beautiful expression of giving righteously. Thank you, thank you, thank you for every way that you tithe of your time, your talent, and your treasure. To our spiritual community, to each other, to me, and to those outside of the spiritual community. I, and I right now speak prosperity into your lives right now. And I affirm it that it is so for you and everyone around you. And I thank you, God, for their prosperity. Amen. Now we're going to have our second special song entitled... 
trust in you. It'll be led by Lauren, I mean Laurel, and then I will be back with our closing prayer segment. I'll see you in a little bit. can say is beautiful I absolutely love that song and it 
It wasn't until a couple years ago when I started speaking at Unity of Farmington Hills that I heard a lot of the songs that you all sing in the music team. And I want to tell you that I am completely, completely blessed by our music ministry. And I want to thank you all for the way you give of your talent to our spiritual community. It blesses us. And today we have been blessed immensely. Thank you, Laurel, for leading that song. Thank you all for your performance with Laurel. And thank you, Lauren, for the video that you put with that. It was beautiful. Let us prepare for our prayer, our virtual prayer circle. So gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just let your focus float down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. Tapping into the presence of God, the word of God that dwells in you, that Christ, divine presence. Bring forth the name of those you'd like to pray with right now. And now call them out into this virtual prayer circle. And as these words are being called out, I affirm and acknowledge right now that that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe is right now activating the word inside of each and every consciousness that is called forth into this prayer circle. God, you know what they need. You know what it is that is being called forth to be expressed in their lives. And we put it on your altar and we thank you for your divine healing, your divine resolution, your divine answer to every single prayer request in your divine order, your divine timing, and in your divine way. We thank you, God. We are, I also thank you, God, for the way that you blessed this service by having those who came together with me create this service. Thank you for Matthew, who does the email blast, Faith, who does the slides, Lauren, who does the video, <clears throat> brings everything together, <clears throat> and the video, the music videos, and sing and the music team. Thank you for Nicholas who brings forth the beautiful songs and the music team who decides on the beautiful songs that always tie in perfectly with the services. God, we thank you for blessing everyone in Unity of Farmington Hills, everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills and everyone in the world. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray, amen. And now let us affirm our love offering, I mean our, prayer for protection <laughs> together the light of God surrounds us the love of God enfolds us the power of God protects us the presence of God watches over us wherever we are God is and all is well amen well for those of you who are joining me for the fellowship gathering I will see you in a little bit and for um, don't forget, we have the youth Sunday service today at 1 p.m. So invite those children who you think will, would, would like to participate from ages 5 to 11. And thank you, Sharon, for leading the youth Sunday service. Um, you've been doing an awesome job. If you haven't already, I invite you to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube page. I, as, as I said before, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it has been an absolute divine joy to be here with you all today. Let us close by singing the peace song with our music team. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.